0: Hey, I just wanted to remind you that our next challenge is beginning very, very soon. And in that challenge, if you're looking to monetize your podcast and you want to know exactly where to get started and how to build an offer that is going to be exactly what your audience needs, then you need to join the Podcast Profit Challenge. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and it's absolutely free Man, I see so many questions in podcast groups all the time, and people want to know crazy things. They want to know, like, what is the best release schedule? for having a successful podcast? Or what is the perfect length of an audio file for a podcast if you want to have a successful podcast? And there are so many factors to consider when you're looking at successful podcasts. So I'm going to tell you three secrets of successful podcasters right after this. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question. And this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me today. Now, today I'm going to tell you a few secrets of successful podcasters that you might have been scouring the internet or the Facebook groups looking for, and nobody has told you about these three things. But I think it's more important than ever right now, because things are a little crazy in the world. Things are a little crazy in in the economy, whether you invest in real estate, stock market, crypto, whatever your choice and your preference is, right now it's a little bit of a weird time. And so it's causing people to have crazy reactions. And some people are like more panicked than ever about trying to make their podcast successful. And other people are like, ah, this is never going to work. And they're just ready to walk away. So Let me tell you about three secrets that I have seen. I've worked with over 350 podcasters, and many of those podcasters have literally changed their lives just like I have through podcasting. Maybe they had different jobs or different businesses that they owned when they started podcasting, and their desire Was to move into a more online space or to more location independence and a little more freedom with their work schedule and all of these. Things that draw people into podcasting, and many of them have made it happen. And there's something that I see consistently with successful podcasters that I want to bring back up and just put a light on and put put a spotlight on, so that you can take them and run with them. Because let me just tell you, folks, if you want to have a successful podcast, there are some very tried and true things you can do, but None of them have to do with there's a magic release time and if every podcast that releases at this particular day in time suddenly becomes a huge hit. There's not a magic length of audio and if you can time your episodes to, to land just exactly on this length of time, suddenly you're going to be launched into the stratosphere and your podcast is going to take off like never before. Like none of the things that you think cause podcasts podcasts to be successful are actually true. Instead, it's much different than what you would think. And so that's why I'm going to cover today these three secrets of successful podcasts that most people probably aren't telling you. Now, secret number one is something that I see over and over and over again, and that is staying consistent with your publishing schedule. We all have lives and we all have things that happen. We all have crazy travel schedules sometimes, and we all have a lot going on. But the podcasters that continue, whether they're going on maternity leave or whether they're going out for surgery or whether they're on an extended vacation, those podcasters that plan for and continue producing content all throughout the year with no breaks are the ones that end up having the most successful podcast. And you might say, well, what about seasons? And what about this? I always say seasons is just a fancy way to pod fade. Okay. If you, if you want to ask me about it, that's what I, that's how I've seen podcasters use that. Seasons is not a way to uh, keep money coming in and revenue coming in from your podcast. You've got to keep feeding your podcast audience, much like, um, you know, everyone started baking bread during the pandemic, right? And everyone has that sourdough starter that they got from somebody else. And now they got to keep feeding it. And they're like, Oh, I've got to feed it so much. I've got more and more and more. And who else wants one? Who's you know, they're, they're giving it all away. Like you've got to keep feeding it or it dies. It's the same thing with your podcast, your audience will go away if you are not feeding them. So it's not the time to take vacations. I mean, I'm saying, not saying you, can take, you can't take vacations, but it's not the time to stop producing content for your podcast. Even if the best you can do is put out an encore episode from a previous week or a previous month that was successful, put it back out. Again, do not leave your podcast feed vacant where nothing is being produced from it for months and weeks at a time. That is the surefire kiss of death. I've seen many, many people start with a plan to do seasons and do whatever, and they take a break and they never come back. So just be warned that I have podcasts, and these are some crazy, tenacious women podcasts that are... Putting out shows multiple times a week. I'm talking about multiple shows a week. And they've been doing it for six or seven years now. And they have never missed a week. They've had babies. They've sold businesses. They've been divorced or remarried or whatever the situation is. Their kids are now teenagers and learning to drive. And they've done it all while managing to stay consistent and once you understand the power of that and the power of feeding your audience every week there is no substitute for that right and so if you put your podcast on you know pause for whatever reason you are going to have a harder time building. And sometimes people do this, like they go through, you know, months of a launch type thing. And then they're like, as soon as they launch and they get, you know, the first eight episodes out, they're like, I want to think about seasons. When can we take a break or whatever? And it's like, you just went through everything you went through trying to build an audience. And now you're, you're wanting to walk away from them. That's crazy. Like, why did you even go to the trouble of building it if you just wanted to break from it? Right. So that's number one. Stay consistent. Continue to produce your podcast on a normal schedule. Even if you have to put out encore episodes or repurpose old content, do not leave your feed blank for weeks at a time. Number two, successful content. Successful podcasters talk about how they help their clients inside of their podcast now more than ever. They're not afraid of promotional content. In fact, the more they do talk about their they're helping people or working with people or what they're doing in their business, the more productive it is for their business. The more people from their podcast listener audience will say, hey, you know what, if they help somebody else, they can help me too. And next thing you know, they're wanting to work with you. So don't be afraid to beef up your promotional content. Now, don't buy into the fallacy that nobody has any money or things are so expensive or inflation's out of control or whatever and nobody's going to buy anything anyway or now's not the time to be putting on podcast out there because people aren't listening. Don't. Just stop. Put it out anyway and continue to talk about how you're transforming lives and what you're doing with your podcast. That's number two. Beef up your promotional content. It is okay. Successful podcasters do that and even take time within their episodes to actually create an advertisement for their products and services and whatever it is they do for their audience. Number three, the third secret. Don't shy away from making offers just because you think your audience doesn't want to be sold or doesn't have any money. I hear people all the time saying, yeah, but my audience doesn't really have any money. This is my audience. This is who they are. And well, number one, like if you're I mean, one of the basic principles of being able to create, you know, million dollar offers and, and home run offers with any niche is making sure that your niche actually has the money to afford the services that you would be providing to them. So if you're marketing to a broke niche, you've got to stop. But traditionally, everybody thinks that their niche, it's not not that they don't think their niche has money, but they think that their niche is notoriously cheap. People say that about podcasters. People say that about, you know, lawyers and doctors and whoever else that you want, you know, whatever category it is, put it on there and people will say that, oh, they're notoriously cheap. And they won't buy and they don't like high priced items and blah, 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 blah. It's all things that people are ascribing to your belief system that you don't know to be true from the data. Okay. now, if you have data that's valid, then you have to look at that data. But don't shy away from making offers to your audience just because of your own preconceived notions. And don't be afraid. Of making an offer that is actually worth your time and energy and effort to fulfill because it's such a uh, high ticket offer. Like you can't shy away from making those. Make your offers better than ever and really commit to making an irresistible offer. An irresistible offer will completely change your business and you'll go from, I'm not sure if this thing works to, oh my gosh, I've got more business than I ever dreamed of because suddenly you have an irresistible offer. And I want you to begin thinking about ways that you can draw your podcast audience into your offers. Now, many times if you have a high ticket offer, you're going to need a bridge event to get people into your realm of influence and provide value to them before they're ready to take a step with a high ticket offer. But many, many, many times, just seeing the work you're doing in the podcast and with who you're talking to and who you're helping every week, and it's enough of a fly on the wall situation that they're like, you know what, that's who I'm going to go with. That's who I want to hire. That's who I want to help me solve this problem with. Okay, so let's go back and review. Secret number one is stay consistent in your production schedule. Don't go on hiatus. Don't miss weeks. Don't skip out. Even if you've got to do encore episodes or republish and repurpose an old episode, that's better than letting your feed go idle for a week. Number two. More promotional content for the things that you're doing. Talk about it naturally in conversations. Talk about it in an advertising scenario. Talk about how you are transforming lives with the work that you're doing. People need to hear that in your podcast. And then the third thing is don't be shy about making offers and commit to making your offers better and more irresistible than ever. Because if you go back and make sure that your offer is irresistible, like this is when you begin to have power and control over your business and your life. Because now you have as much business as you possibly want. And you can turn people away that aren't a good fit and that don't serve you well in what you're trying to accomplish. And that gives you the power to work with only your ideal clients in only the most ideal of circumstances, and then Only in the way that you get the best results and that is is best for you and your family or situation or whatever. We don't have to stoop to being available 24-7 and letting people have full access to us for for pennies on the hour, so to speak. Um, You don't. You don't have to do all that. So don't shy away from making your offers and really take this time right now to go back and really refresh any offers and beef them up and make them as juicy and irresistible as possible. If you do these three things, you will have a successful podcast. And a successful podcast, in my view, is a a podcast that brings in regular, sustainable monthly income, ideally from multiple revenue streams. And the people that I have seen that have become most successful have multiple revenue streams. They might have a group coaching program or a membership program, or they might write books, or they might also speak, or they might have supplements, or they might have other physical products that they're selling. They might also be an affiliate and a high-ranking affiliate for another great product. And so all of these things contribute to their monthly income don't put all your eggs in one basket, but at the same time, don't create a podcast basket that has no offers coming to it. And don't create a podcast that's going to sit there and be dormant for months and months at a time. I have a client that's been podcasting for seven years and he's (laughs) told me the other day, he's like, I think I'm just burned out and I'm just gonna take some time off and I'm gonna maybe every three years or so, I'm gonna take like a six or 12 month Hiatus. And what that tells me is, number one, that that podcaster has gotten really, really, really comfortable. And they're so comfortable right now that they aren't willing for anything to come in between them and their comfort. So when the podcast becomes inconvenient and the podcast that gave them that ticket to comfortability in the first place... Is, becomes a second thought, then I see that as potentially them cutting off the pipeline to their business. And I worry about them for the future. I worry about them losing their audience or actually their audience being replaced with someone else that is consistently producing content. I understand that you can get burned out. I understand how you can get, you need a break, but like I said, you've got to stay consistent and put out episodes and continue to feed people. So I can see the warning signs of pod fading way, way, way before it actually happens. And uh, we have a lot of different ways that we see it manifested, but almost all of them lead to ultimately pod fading. And when you pod fade, it's pretty much a failure. In, in my book, you know, so and and I've had them before. I've done I've done podcasts that I podfaded because I didn't set them up right to begin with. So I want to give you those three secrets today. Hope you'll take them and use them to actually improve your podcast monetization situation right now, even though it might seem like there are outside forces and the economy and other things that are just going crazy right now. Uh, the best thing you can do is double down on what you've already been doing and the expertise that you've already acquired at this point and just keep doing the things that we know work and are tried and true and proven year after year and month after month. Now, if you need help with setting up your podcast for monetization, I have a challenge coming up. It's a podcast monetization challenge coming up um, in July. So if you'd like to sign up, you can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge That's teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And it's five days. We're going to spend an hour each day working together to actually try to figure out the best way for your podcast and your niche for you to monetize and then what your next steps are. So let me know if you'd like to join that challenge. Go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge to sign up. And I hope to see you there. Have an awesome week. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast Podcastsuccesshub.com. go to podcastsuccesshub.com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you about the challenge it's starting very soon please make sure you don't miss a challenge because this is the time when you can really learn how to craft a high value offer for your audience that they will honestly feel stupid saying no to so join me for the podcast profit challenge it's coming up very very soon you can find out all the details for it it's free to join you have no excuse not to join and even if you say well christy i can't make it on the certain time of day, whenever the um, challenge is, we have recordings of them and you can listen to every single one of them, even if it's not where you can join us live. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. Go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And I can't wait to see you there.